You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AreYouScreening.com podcast. I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shade Leonard. Hello. The uh, I got to change my rating the, for you. The on sound Dark. things are doing some really magical oh, yeah. dances right now. It's They're high. Started freaking me out. Okay. No, it's oh no, yeah, it's not even different. It's just looking through the all You're of a sudden these a weird yeah. waves are all over me. Yeah. This week, uh, we've got two because there's two big, awesome things coming out, and uh, we, and we figure we have on. to let you know right. <laughs> uh, what to do with them because uh, nobody's trying to sell you on Dunkirk, so we figure right. we better we'll make sure. We'll pick up the mantle. That, yeah, exactly. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody's trying very hard to get you to love that. Yeah. It's like the highest rated Metacritic movie I've seen in a long in a time. Because I think it's like 94 or 95. I actually and, meant to look before we did And that's this, not Rotten Tomatoes 94 or 95. <laughs> that's, right? a, that's, that's an honest. That's a yeah. for real Metacritic one. Yeah. Uh, you'd think that if a movie is that high on Metacritic, on Rotten Tomatoes, it should be like, 200. 94. <laughs> You're right. 94. <laughs> it should be like way over, right? And whatever. Valerian's at 51. Yeah. We're doing on yeah, on Metacritic, yeah. On, uh, on Metacritic. Um, and, and Metacritic is, I think, um, getting a little help on Rotten Tomatoes because the 51, oh, yeah. you know, on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. it looks a little better. Yeah, it, right? it does look <laughs> a little better. Because I, I think it's, something. Uh, I forget, it's like 73. Eight oh, or yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it's right. pretty because people are like, well, it's not terrible. Somebody so must have yeah, somebody must have tanked Dunkirk over the weekend because I thought it was at ninety six because it was higher yeah. a little bit. I yeah. mean, it was. I never saw it higher than ninety six, but that doesn't mean that it. Yeah, most most everyone you've ever heard of though is giving it a hundred. Doesn't matter if if, if a <laughs> right. film after thirty reviews is in the nineties, right? That's uh, on Metacritic. That's pretty yeah, much you, it. You've got to go to it yeah. anyway. Uh, so we've got those two movies coming up. And, you know, I don't know. There's not a lot of news. Comic-Con news? Uh, I don't know what there is. Yeah, there's all kinds there's of always Comic-Con, Comic-Con news. news. But we'd just, hey. we'd just be here all day. Did you hear there's a female Doctor Who? I heard that, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> what do you think about that? We, Did you get any emails? We Did you get anything? already. No, no one cares. Man, I kept hoping that they uh, would push you. Yeah, everyone would just uh, um, go off on me forever. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes has 92% for Dunkirk and 54 Oh, that Valerian went down then. Cause yeah, because I thought that was that higher. Was a, that was a bit higher yeah, on Rotten that's weird. Tomatoes. Anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, no one likes uh, <laughs> no one likes Luke Besson. And <laughs> yeah. everybody, uh, it's fashionable to like Christopher Nolan at this point. Sure. So yeah. everyone likes him. But anyway, there's not a lot of news, I don't think. It's I don't either. Because, uh, as you mentioned, the only thing anyone's talking about right now is you know Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, there are now some like TV shows that are starting their weird summer yeah. mini tours. I don't know what they are. The only, the <laughs> there's, only thing there's I now thought new of, shows on I, in summer. It didn't get any play because he's not a super actor, super popular actor. But John Hurt, 
Uh, oh yeah, John, John yeah. Hurd, John Hurd. Hurd. And it's right. funny when I was younger and I saw both I, of their names. I feel names, like he, he could almost be the third of the thing, of the three. except that it was a little too far away. There yeah. was a little bit too much of a gap. But so maybe yeah. he, whoa, hello. So maybe we started a new three, which is too bad. But <clears throat> no, that's yeah, I didn't think he was scary. that old. He was. Like I know, and he, he actually was four. fairly old. And he, and yeah. then I think, well, he's been playing dad since I was a wee, right? You right. know, and. Uh, you know. He's been somebody's dad since uh, yeah. like the eighties, and the I early and I and 80s, it didn't. So. He was not the kind of guy on my radar of oh, I wonder what his next film is. But whenever right, I saw right. him, I liked him in it, and it wasn't the kind of thing where I was like, oh, he's he's been dead for years, right? right like right. I mean, just sad. But anyway, uh, and unfortunately, he's he's one of those actors that he's in a j- bajillion things, right? Yeah, and he's a really good. <laughs> character actor who pops up all the time but i always feel kind of sad whenever anybody who's like a, a really popular and and works a lot right uh but is you know that kind of character actor because you always see things like they report the fact that he died and go home alone dad right like he's never done anything right. since home alone right, right? i mean it's so I just hate that. Yeah, but there, there's always like, this is the big thing that you'll know who I'm talking about. So we have to say right. Home Alone, Dad. Right. Or, right. That's always just bums me out. Um, and, you know, it wasn't that much worse uh, for, oh, God, what's his name? What's the other guy who died? <laughs> now, I, now I can't even remember people Martin who Landau? died. Yeah, Martin Landau. Because, <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, Come I know. Now, I'm like, I can't care. remember a week ago people yeah. who died. Um, yeah. Because when they mentioned him, it's like they kept going so far back in All time the way back. to bring stuff yeah. up. And I'm like, you know, the dude was in like five movies he, last yeah. year. Right. Like, At least they not... don't do that for normal people. Like, you know, when you die, it'll be like the guy that dropped the tomatoes in aisle four That's twice right. in right. a week. You know, it won't be anything really embarrassing that way. But yeah. anyway. That's what you sign on for, I guess. Uh, but so all of that babble, just to say that there's not really no a lot of news yeah. and, uh, we've got two movies to get to anyway. And as I mentioned, when you walked in, I feel like I'm going to make you go first this week, like both <laughs> times. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I know how I feel about the movies. This is like such a weird week. And not only is it a weird week, uh, just because these are two so far apart movies. Yeah, <laughs> on the whole spectrum of the world. Valerian is, uh, it's almost, because, uh, you know, he's done tons of stuff. Uh, Luke Besson yeah. has, you know, made I mean, I was just jillions of movies, right? Thing. Yeah. And, and he's made a, a, you know, real variety of kinds of films. He has. Even though certain people, you know, he's people known. think of The Fifth Element right. and, uh, you know, stuff like that sort of yeah um but this one really feels like some weird like i want to go back to a fifth element kind of place right of movie making <laughs> and yeah. and it kind of is it has a certain wow. you know look and crazy feel to it and the whole thing he's done a lot oh yeah 28 he's, films he's directed 64 films he's written or co-written and he's produced 91 movies now some that sometimes he's written directed and produced his right, own film right. but <coughs> Holy crap! But he's that's uh, insane. He, and and it's it's <coughs> yeah, weird I'm too because up. every time I see him come out with a movie, 
I go look at what he's done. Wow. And he's done like three or four movies yeah. in France. Right. While I was waiting right. for him to <laughs> right. do another movie here or whatever. So yeah, that's what I'm looking at you know, now. I'm he's like, holy crap. He's, he is a working man. Yeah. Like he doesn't, sometimes he's got three or four films a year, which means he's shooting six to eight. Right. I mean, he's right. just constantly putting stuff out. Uh, yeah. And uh, and a lot of it, you and know, you like Luke Besson. A lot of really good stuff, and a lot of stuff that really flies under the radar too. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I, I do really like. I like him. him. And uh, you know, he he even does a lot of stuff <clears throat> which I partially love him for, uh, because he at least produces, and then. I don't know how much he really has his hands in a lot of it, but he at right. least produces and sometimes directs a lot of stuff that's more for younger people. Yeah. And not too long ago, he did this crazy movie that was awesome, and it, it's like the grand adventures of Adele Blanc Sack or some yeah. crazy some title. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Um, but it was... It was, it was probably like three or four years ago now, yeah. but it was uh, really fun. And he he does a lot of that stuff where, you know, he likes to uh, go for younger audiences and whatever, even though he's like a big, yeah. uh, a big time guy and doesn't need to. Right. right? He does <laughs> like some of that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but all of that just to say that could not be farther removed from Dunkirk. <laughs> and yeah, the, these are real polar opposite films. And the, uh, you know, extremely <laughs> serious war film that we're watching. Yeah. And anyway. Do you make me go first on the days that you think we're going to have big disparities? I don't Is I don't this know. the thing? Is this what you're expecting? I don't know. I, I know you fell asleep a couple of times in both these movies. I totally did. <laughs> I totally did. I don't know. You're ever since we've had like a big difference at the beginning of the year, you're sort of like hard to read. I, I don't know. <laughs> you, like me. A lot I, of the time we're swore. a lot of the time we're sitting there watching a movie and I'm like, man, yeah. he wishes we'd just right, leave right. or yeah. whatever. But. I and sometimes I feel like if I look over at you, I'm gonna see you looking at me for like ten minutes being like, You wanna go? <laughs> you know. But yeah, it's it's this well. Been usually, a we're watching year. the movie, and I will just actively, you know, comment. Right, like I'll Sometimes just be sitting just there go, and go, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll make awesome. noises. I'll like flail my arms yeah. at the screen or whatever. Anyway, uh, so first we're gonna do Valerian. Um, that makes sense. And it's uh, Dane DeHaan. And How do you say your name? the girl Cara that I can't Delvin, remember. Delvine? Delavine, I is think. It, I'm, I'm dropping I a syllable. I feel like right. it's, it's Delavine. Delavine. Okay. Um, and yeah, she, she was Delavine. She was like in Paper Towns, and she's a model turned actress and has had some things. She's in Paper Towns, right? She's Yeah, she's yeah. the girl from Paper yeah. Towns. Suicide Squad, um, Paper Towns. Which was actually a pretty good movie, too. Yeah. And she was actually pretty good in that. But uh, <laughs> anyway... And uh, Crazy Aliens, and based on the <laughs> uh, really old comic that I think started in like the mid 60s or something that's like what that. I think. Um, that's the <laughs> French comic that's just called uh, Valerian and Loreline. Right. Um, or Loreline, they keep saying in the movie. I always said, yeah, I, feel I like always said Loreline, but I think they got away with Loreline. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, um, I yeah, suppose maybe they know. They probably asked somebody. I'm going to say Loreline <laughs> to hell with the French. But anyway, 
Uh, and yeah, they're they're like basically cops, except they're sort of in the military, but they're also cops. They're like double O. In the comic, I yeah. feel like they're a little less connected to the military I, specifically. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, they make it feel like you know they call them major and everything. They report yeah. directly to right. really the military. And I feel like in the comics, at least at the beginning, maybe it progresses somewhere, but they're more of like freelancers. Did or you something. read they're, all of them? Did, I mean, no how big of a way, fan no. you weren't a big? I, I read you a liked them, I read a lot of them. Wow. And, uh, Look, yeah, we got a caller. Yeah, we've got all sorts of calls going. Yeah, cool. On. <laughs> yeah, I, I never read any of them. I knew about them, but. You know, and as a comic fan, I knew <clears throat> I knew friends that really liked foreign comics. It wasn't always just anime right. and, you know, manga. You know, they liked some European things. And I knew a couple people that actually really liked this series a lot. Right. And I just, you know, I never got into it. And it's filled with tons of crazy aliens. And it's more or less based on the <laughs> idea that... Uh, the space station just keeps growing and growing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we meet alien races. They add their little, like, pod yeah. to the, the giant Borg, jumble. The Borg ship, you know. And uh, exactly. And then it eventually gets too big. And it's. Yeah, it's like a it, crash. Into it the becomes <laughs> so massive that its own gravity is going to start messing with Earth. Right. So they launch it off into space and it just kind of goes, goes forever. Now, now we're a traveling And band. if I remember correctly from the uh, comics, and this doesn't exactly come up, it goes <laughs> into some orbit where it's like following something. So there's like some oh. comet or something that goes around. And so it just tries to go into that same orbit so yeah. that it will, you know, it comes back. Yeah. eventually like it's right it's not just like go in Bye. a straight line see you later and right forever yeah. anyway um but i could be making that up who knows <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds good I, that might not be a thing. <clears throat> that's one and, of the other things anyway but there's so there's a million aliens uh on mm -hmm. the thing and then there's some big problem with some other aliens and there's some weird radioactive zone at the center yeah. of the giant mass now and our heroes have to figure out what to what's going on do about yeah. it and the whole thing uh anyway so uh to start with right, what's your up. rating <clears throat> two <laughs> you two um zero <clears throat> i like luke basson and i like these films that he does for the most part this was a huge disappointment I'm at three and a half. Wow. Yeah. That is so low. It's pretty low. You and make I feel fun like, of two. I feel like. And yet you're <laughs> awfully close to I came pretty close to saying four. And for me, that's a big difference because really what the whole thing hinges on is the visual for me. We, we talked a little bit about this, but we didn't talk about because our ratings Because you hated the visual. I loved the visual. it. I loved watching the movie. I love the nothing. raw footage we got for like three <laughs> seconds. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I was, was like, awesome. somebody skipped the cell yeah. here and moved. We we saw it in three D, which I thought. It, it, I actually thought at first that might be a problem, um, but then it turned out to be maybe the only way I was going to give this four stars or three and a half was right. because of that too. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's it's amazing to look at. It's so wildly creative and inventive, and passionate and energetic about itself that later becomes a problem for me but not since watching like 
Well, I mean, like, not since watching, like, The Fifth Element. That would be a lie. But he did the same thing in that film, too. He was very in love with his vision and putting that vision forward. But I was watching this at one point when they get on Alpha, which is the Metropolis um, space station. (coughs) And there's all these different aliens and all these different things happening. And I I was reminiscent about how I felt when I watched, like, Guillermo del Toro's movies and how wildly creative with characters and scenery. And how you hate all those, too. No, I love those. (laughs) The the big thing about the film for me is if Luc Besson, and he bears all the blame for this, if he had taken just an eighth of the energy he put into visually arresting this movie and making it so staggeringly beautiful, if he'd just paid attention to story and character, an eighth, it would have probably been like a six for me. The story, because I hadn't known anything about the comic except the bare, you know, poster story. You right, know, right. Flat characters, uninteresting motivation. I don't I don't like the casting of Dane DeHaan and Carla Delevingne. I think they're maybe away from each other. If you put another actor um, for Valerian and keep her or vice versa, keep him and get another actress, there's no chemistry between them. The story is lazy and ineffective and so paper thin and uninteresting, except when it becomes engaging for just a moment, and then it's just this side plot that gets dropped and left for something else. I, all my problems with this are story, character, motivation. You know, nothing is visually wrong with this, but I can't just sit and watch something visually and be like, that's an eight, which I know you're going to do. <laughs> so let's get to you before I rip more of it apart. Yeah. Okay. So I don't remember what the Beauty of the Beast thing is, uh, but I, can tell you. I gave this a nine. I loved Nine, everything right. about this I movie. Know. This might be big. This is and uh, I think I what I think what was kind of when this movie ended, it was uh, like another thing. And I know I just said this not too long ago, this but it was at. it was another thing where I said <clears throat> I was like thinking to myself, uh, <laughs> like when Roger Ebert said this about Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. except this is a movie where it really applies, right? And right. and not a movie that's just because if you might not like a lot of things about this movie for a lot of reasons, but I don't think anyway that it's fair to it would be fair to say that any of them are because this movie thinks you're stupid. I, I don't agree. think the movie does anything because uh, it thinks you're dumb. I and absolutely agree. And it's going, we're going to do this because you you're so stupid that right. you'll like it. You right? don't know anything. Yeah. No, um, I, just, if, I agree. If you don't like the movie, and uh, I'm sure there are plenty of reasons to not like the movie, I don't think that it goes anywhere near, at any point even, um, and I was kind of trying to watch for it because I was really scared it was going to. Yeah. Um, I don't think it goes in that direction. And so at that point, like either. for me, this movie was just like the fifth element. Um, mm-hmm. Everything about this movie is the same as the fifth element for me. It's totally goofy, just like the fifth element. Right. And <clears throat> I loved it. <laughs> just yeah. like, um, you know, just like in a, in a non-fantasy way, like I <coughs> love like Hudson Hawk. Or yeah. you know, no, like the I Adventures of Ford Fairlane, or like I'm, like I'm you right like, there right? With you. I love it. Like totally screwy yep. movies, and you know the plot's not like the greatest, maybe. But I thought mm. the plot was 
it, like all points of the plot really for me i was like that it, it's good enough for being this kind of movie yeah. it's not <clears throat> Uh, you know, it's not trying to be like an Agatha Christie movie where no. you don't actually know that Clive Owen is the bad guy the first time you see him, right? Because right. I mean, the because music doesn't give it because away. Because you and... just do. Yeah. Like, right. As right. soon as you see Clive Owen, in fact, really as soon as you see his name on the poster. Oh, you know. He's, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm I mean, like, you know, bad guy. You know yeah. he's the bad guy. And nobody walks into a room in a movie like this with the most death-looking robots ever at his command, <laughs> and you go, lightning. he's probably the good guy, He's going right? to save everyone. He's gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, harsh lighting all around this him. This whole movie you know. is all about him being uh, the next messiah or something, right? right? He's, he's not the good guy. You know that's coming <laughs> yeah. like every step of the way. Um, but it was crazy fun, and I will tell you there are a couple of problems, and maybe you know the movie is a whole different experience because I do know the comics. Maybe. Uh, that might be... But yeah. the, there are, like, the two problems that I do have with the movie are, uh, first of all, they should not get together until like the third or fourth movie. Right. That's just how the comics work. Like right. the, the whole beginning part where... Um, he's just basically too clueless to stop hitting on her. Right. And she's not exactly giving him a great reason to stop hitting on her. He, you know, she's like saying no, but not in a way that necessarily gets a guy like him to stop <laughs> doing well, and it. I think, yeah. That goes on like forever in the yeah. comics, right? right. They. And I can and see that. one of the problems of watching the movie is even at the beginning when you start watching it, you're like, ah, they're going to get together at the end. Mm -hmm. And you just know that's coming. Right. And that was kind of a bummer. And the other thing, I will give you this about the characters um, and the casting of those two in the in the big roles. I like both of them okay. As far as the comic goes, I think she's better than he is. Mm-hmm. And I think they're both younger. Like she's than a they better character, be. or she's, she's a better closer version of to her the character. person that okay. she's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she pulls off who she's supposed to be better, and he is all. He reminds me a little bit. I don't think he's terrible. I think he's like good enough. But he reminds me a little bit of when he was in a cure for wellness. Yeah, and at the beginning, he's like wearing a suit, mm -hmm. and I'm watching it going. He's never had a he's suit on before. He's never had that, yeah. He, <laughs> he doesn't know how to use that. Yeah. And he's supposed to be a guy in that <laughs> yeah. movie. At the beginning of that movie, he's supposed to be a guy who basically oh. never takes his suit right. off, right? right? He's right. like Mr. Power, whatever up-and-coming guy he's supposed to be. And I'm like, yeah, I can't believe it right. because I know he's never, like, like Dane DeHaan, yeah. right? Not the character not he's him. trying to right. play. Like right. him in real life, he's never had a suit on before because he doesn't know how to wear one. You had a stretch just around. A thing, right? You had a stretch around that where every film had something like that for you. I remember Girl in the Train. You're like, she's never been drunk before. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, right, really right. never been drunk because she doesn't know how to do this. Because she doesn't know how to play. I remember yeah. that whole, yeah. Um, and he felt a little bit like that to me in this movie. Yeah. Like he did not really understand i think the character that he was supposed to be playing yeah and i don't know if that's because you know he said <laughs> fine i'll do this and not read the comics and right. not and know it. who it is I'll do what Tom you tell me done. you tell me what i'm supposed yeah. to do and i'll try and do it but he didn't have quite enough of you know he's 
he's supposed to kind of be not as smart as he is. Is that and it? Like, it's kind of the Inspector like Gadget not thing, in a right? Bad like, way. He's not well, dumb, but yeah, he's, no, he's not dumb. Really he's leading. just yeah. a little bit more of a. You know, like kind of just punch people first sure. and ask right. questions later right. kind right. of a guy or right. whatever. And, uh, you know, he has like this whole big like, oh, I maybe I am in love right. kind of thing well, that yeah. happens later. And and it's just not that far a stretch from where he started. Right. <laughs> which right. it should be. It should right. be more it should of be a, growth. Yeah. You didn't grow by you know. uh, realizing something you already knew. Right. We just had 45 minutes elapse and you got to say it again. (laughs) Right. I actually like Dane DeHaan, but I like him so far. And I I hope to be proven wrong because I actually don't like just pigeonholing people. But he reminds me of like those actors like Gary Elwes, who you like when they're doing that thing. When they're doing that one thing. When you do that thing thing you're great at, I will watch you all day. Right. And I'll watch the sequels and the prequels. Dane DeHaan, I like very much when he's doing that thing. But this isn't necessarily against it. It's just I'd like to see him do something like this in a film that treats him better versus how amazing he looked doing what he chose to do or from what Luc Besson told him to do in a film that looks like this. Right. Because I think there's a big discrepancy there for paying no no mind to the story. And there's so many places that the story can go. And I have not read the comics, so I don't know the number of source materials they could have lifted. But as I'm watching the film, you know, when I'm looking at their performances, mostly I think he does uninteresting things because he's the protagonist and his name is in the movie title. And she does things that are annoying mostly because she's a bad actress. And I don't care who you put in that scene. One of the things that bothers me the most about the film is easy in the beginning. It's when he proposes to her. This is like one of the first scenes they have. Like what you were just saying, he needs to wait a while. That scene comes so fast with nothing earned, nothing attributed. We're supposed to buy it. Do that is we're uh, supposed to buy it. And I get that they they set this up in part not because we're supposed to believe that this is a love story on a floating satellite. But because that's kind of a joke later. He's constantly asking her over and over again. And I get right. that. But you've got to have a better but intro they still, scene. But they still don't put it forward you, you, well. And the clumsiness and the ineffectiveness that that scene has done, both in the dialogue, because I actually like their acting in it. I think right. her way of saying no, but she's saying no, not now. And maybe no, not ever, but definitely no, not now, because I don't think you're serious. Right. She's and not she, bad she's in that She's mostly scene. just saying not yes. Right. She's not really saying no. Uh, she's just saying and, not yes. And he's yeah. he's kind of as the hero of the story because it's pushed so hard on us so quickly. It's kind of creepy. Like right, I right. don't mean sexual harassment creepy, like file something with the University of Planets. <laughs> I just mean it's kind of creepy, but you get the sense that she can hold her own and that this scene has probably played out a million times before the credits started. Okay, right, I right. get all that, but that doesn't do me service they, as a they viewer. Don't, they don't give you enough in this movie, and it's a little bit weird because they spend forever watching the space station get bigger and right, bigger, right? right? And Which I kind of liked. It, no, it's, I like the, it, I like the beginning yeah, of the movie it's, very it's much. Not it's bad. fun. It's not bad know? the way they do that. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of interesting because they show you all these aliens that if you know the comics, you would know these aliens. Are right? they? I guess they're familiar. I mean, yeah. But then you don't actually get right. to see them, right. and you go, yeah. oh, that guy looked like cool. they don't that actually show yeah. up in the movie, right? right? 
Um, but anyway, uh, they spend all this time doing that, and then they kind of just say, "Hey, we've been working together a long time," but they don't <laughs> right. give you like There's anything nothing. to just need... understand that they've done a lot of right. stuff. Like they could easily have added some kind of montage of them doing a bunch of things. Missions. Instead of just... Danger. Yeah, instead yeah. of just he has this dream about the aliens and right. then they wake up and they're, you know, on the way back or they're on yeah. the way to whatever mission or, you know, whatever stuff. It was just... It was a little weird that they kind of just go, hey, look, we've been together for a long time. Right. Really? Well, so now I'm just... <laughs> that That first scene where we're listening to, you know modern music and it's doing 10 years, 20 years, 100 years and it's going on and it's building the alpha, you know, the space station. I really like that. And then when we cut to the Avatar world, you know, right. with the beach every and I'm like this is visually stunning. It's so beautiful looking. And it's 10 minutes too long to tell me anything yeah, I need to there, know about anything. Th there that's were going on. yeah, there were a lot of parts in the movie that were too long and if if I have one real complaint that makes it not be 10, yeah, it's that almost everything that happens in the movie happens for too long. Much too long. And it really just needed to be edited down. As much as you kind of fly around at a certain point and go, well, let's look at how awesome right. I made this. And I'm like, yeah, I want to look at how awesome you made it. <laughs> right. I don't want to keep doing it forever, right? right? You know, it's it's like you're it's like you're at the Grand Canyon, yeah, and you're just standing there for like 20 minutes straight, and, yeah. and we're filming it, yeah, right. <laughs> and you just keep looking at it. They do like they have the kind of like space rocket chase thing, yep. which is cool. It is cool, but it goes, it on, goes too on too long, long. It, and it and it doesn't need to. Right. It's like uh, they the he's flying after him in one ship. Then he goes, oh, wait, we're going to do another trick where yeah. we get in the smaller ship so that I can chase the smaller ship or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then we chase them for a really long time again. Yeah. And they, we have like the whole countdown, you know, in another 30. And of 30, course it stops at one. In another 30 seconds, you know. I won't be able to track you anymore. Uh -huh. Well, so we have to keep watching you forever. Right. They go to the giant market, like the big store. I forget even what they call it. It's like they call it big store, I think they big do. market, or what, whatever that. it is. That thing was that was so awesome. much fun. That was so much fun. It was totally awesome. Yeah, but the part of just look right. at it all for right. a really long time, mm -hmm. like all kinds of stuff like that, just goes on too long. The big dog thing attacks them. Yeah, and it it all just you that know take on. like. 10 seconds yeah. off of every 40 seconds yeah. <laughs> of whatever that happens. And then happens. you get a two-hour movie instead of 220. And, and it would be better because you yeah. wouldn't just keep staring at stuff. And they uh, she gets captured by the weird people. That goes on forever. Yeah. Right. And uh, I liked, um, who is it? Is it like Rihanna? Uh, oh, Rihanna. Yeah, whatever. Oh, um, don't tell me you like that scene. I liked That's her. That's the moment I, I divorced I, everything. That's, I liked her. I liked her character. Right. I didn't like watching her for too long right. in the original I was just going to say this, yeah. I didn't like that. I liked the idea of that scene, though. I liked the I, idea of her character I, I liked very much. That, yeah. that was fine, Yeah, but we had to watch her and watch her. It's like in yeah. her contract, 
you know, it was, I will I be get, on screen for I get this 10 long, straight minutes and I dance. And you can't yeah. be switching right. me into the CGI thing for too much of that right. time. It's gotta like, be me. I have to yeah. be on screen for so long. I wonder if so much of my dislike of the film really isn't tied somewhat to the alienness of the story. Because I feel like if I knew more about them, I could do the heavy lifting. Right. I still don't think that makes for a good movie because part of like reviewing something is to say like, well, what if you didn't know anything about Batman? Would you like Batman Begins? Right. You know, right. what if you maybe, had, what if you had never heard of what Batman if you, before? What if you absolutely yeah. hate war movies? Are you going to like Dunkirk? Even if I liked it or I didn't, I can say you're not because it's a war movie. Right. Like there's right. so much heavy lifting here that I had to do that the other things that were nitpicky are just kind of nitpicky. You know, just because they're movie things. Like, there, there's a continual MacGuffin they're going after, and that's okay, because I movies with MacGuffins are fine. And the things that are most interesting, they just pick up and put down, like, the Avatar people, their technology, how they can do all these crazy things, their motivations. You eventually get to it, but it's so far put out. Well, and, and even along the lines of those uh, that alien race, which I thought was cool... Um, you know, they, I, I feel like there's many decisions that they made that I don't know if they really tank the movie or they're really mistakes, yeah. but I think there were better ways to do them. Um, and with that alien race, what they do is we won't tell you anything about what's going on until we get to the end and then we'll just run everything. through it all. We'll give you everything. Yeah. And then we'll go back and like <laughs> you know, tell you the whole story. And I'm like, eh, we could have like found some stuff out along the way or something right. or, uh, you know, I don't know. It just, it, that part did feel a little awkward when all of a sudden they go, um, it's like they just put a slideshow on the screen yeah, right. and, and say, so this happened when, and then this happened. When they're at the market, this is, this is a good and bad transition. When they're in the market and they are trying to do this top secret mission impossible extraction, I loved every minute of it. I did until when the dog chase happened. Then I was until bored. it, until it goes on too long. But it's great yeah. because there's moments of creativity, technology, like real creative thinking on Basson's like idea to bring this whole world into vision and literally bring it right there. And then there's problems. And then you have to see them as agents, like an experience, be like, okay, how are we getting out of this? Like there's trouble now. Right. I loved all that stuff because that's what makes a fun sci-fi film, whether it's supposed to be heady like Interstellar or just goofy, like, you know, whatever. Right. That was fun and enjoyable. And I was like, okay, even though I didn't like the second scene of the film and I hated the third engagement scene of the film, if it's more like this, I'm on board. Because I right. thought it was going to be a lot like Jupiter Ascending, and it turned out it was right for me. But later, when they get out of the, when they get into trouble, it's it's almost like one of the things that you said. I've always remembered this about Harry Potter. You're like, I don't care, you know, how tough things are. If you give me a wand and show me how to use it, I'm never in danger. You know, like I can fix all kinds of problems. Right. Every single time they were in danger or something happened and the scene changed and someone had an advantage, they had a suit or a button or a gizmo that just created a world. You know, they're like, we, it, they don't do this, but they're like, oh my God, we're going through lava. Hang on. Doot, doot, doot. Now I'm lava proof. <laughs> right. Every single thing that happened. And as a result of that, for someone like me who was already threadbare on a shitty narrative, there's no consequence to anything. I'm just now watching the dazzling lights. And the dazzling lights are on a scale of one to 10, 10. Like the visuals in this are amazing. 
there's no story. There's no good character development. Oh, when there is plenty of story. Yeah, it's I think so. I think here, see, thing. I think here's the thing. I think this is like um, at some point, I think you have to figure out where there is a scale uh, between where Roger Ebert is allowed to give four stars to Crystal Skull, right, and uh, where you're allowed to. Uh, really dislike this movie, but yeah. like movies like Back to the Future or well, that's other Back things to the like Future that. Is because, great. because they're right. they're all equally goofy. They are. They all have equally a stupid story. They yeah. all have equally well, uh, that's a good horrible point. characters and stuff. And do, I'm, I don't mean like specifically no, Back to the mean. Future, but you like any like kind of movie like that, it's just supposed to be goofball. Anything. And yeah. the reason that Jupiter Ascending is crap right. and... So is Crystal Skull, and this is really good, I think, anyway, right, right. is that those movies think they're good and are trying to be serious. Yeah. And this movie and Back to the Future are going, look, dude, it doesn't have the right. world's Don't greatest plot, serious, right? Slam. It's just, well, we're just screwing around. Or like the fifth element, right? Like I we're was just, just kind say. of screwing around yeah. here and having fun and looking at pretty things yeah. and whatever. And I think... Yeah. Um, everyone who goes to every movie is going to walk into the movie and either let it be like that right. or not let it be like that. And for whatever d- variable reasons, you know, somebody yeah. might watch Jupiter Ascending and uh, say, look, you think you're good right. and taking yourself really seriously and you're telling me a really stupid story at right. the same time. You right. can't do that. And this movie, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest story, but it's not the worst story. <laughs> For me, absolutely not. I agree with everything you just said, except I've seen Luc Besson's films. I've seen Luc Besson's sci-fi films. And much like the Wachowskis trying to do Jupiter Ascending, I know when they can do a good movie. You know, I've seen it. I've seen The Matrix. And I know when they think they're doing great movies. And I've right. seen those too, and they're not. You know, all I'm suggesting here is the film, for me... Could have, should have, and would have been better if less attention from Luc Besson to the visuals had just been enhancing a little bit of the story when, you know, I I get it. It didn't bother you as much as it did me, but much of what happens in the film is a lot like the engagement scene. It's rushed, it's hollow, it's inconsequential, it doesn't have any backstory to facilitate me caring about things, and therefore that's clumsy and ineffective and bad. And it didn't need to be because later when it needs good story... It has it. It mines it. It produces it. So it's uneven and it's. Shit. I think you. It's get, I think you have to give the same so. rating to Back to the Future. But I also. Then. But Back to the Future. Back <laughs> I, to the Future I think, as I think an you example. Have to review that now back and to the say future, that's a two. No, Back to the Future as a story for me, despite some of the little problems that it has, has a good story. I actually I understand the characters. I know the motivations in the past and in the present. I know the ridiculousness of the science, but they adhere to it. They don't break their own rules. You know, they don't all break of a sudden, their own rules in this either. I'm a free of lava. Do 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 do. Like every single problem that's, that's that Valerian runs into. That's not breaking rules. That's there's just, no. There's that's no just saying we have. Uh, it's shit. That's you just hate Back to the Future. Have, we have bad. science fiction uh, advanced all things. Right. Anyway, you can't tell me that. In I can in tell the you world, why Back to the in the world is they create, where they live on this space station, yep. that they can't have 
scientific advancements that do absolutely. everything that they do in this movie. They there, absolutely, there's no reason they, they can't do any of can. that stuff. And this is why I don't worry about Indiana Jones dying in the first three seconds of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, but you when, should, but when he's in danger, but when he's in danger, <laughs> the genius is watching him try to work his way out in a believable way. There's nothing earned in this movie. It's just given. It's just shown. Like the engagement thing in the beginning. Like, I don't I don't have to worry about Valerian or Loreline. I'm going to say Loreline. I don't have to worry about them, even though I was made to worry about them in the market, which is why that market is such a great scene. Because I'm like, I don't know how you're getting out of here. I'm going to be dazzled to find out. But later, when they get the, like, metal suits on, they just, they go through everything they need. They fall hundreds of thousands of feet through all kinds of material and they never get hurt. He just gets up and dusts himself off and speak. And then he starts speaking like he's around the block. He's like, Hey, yo, straight up. I got to tell you what's up. And I'm like, it's, it's 25. <laughs> the year is 2515. Buck Rogers is flying around. Nobody's saying straight up anymore. Like the writing is shit. Oh, come on. They might, the be. writing is shit. And the reason that back to the future is good is because there's some thought and some attentiveness to the narrative arc and characterization of Marty and his parents. And it's believable. It's not rushed. Like when I learn later, he makes choices. I see the reason he made those choices. And I believe that that character would have done it. Hence, that's the attribute that he gets. Yeah, whatever. Well, you just hate back to the future. <coughs> and I yeah. hate Valerian. I just think they're the same, and your story about them being different is um, this is the story I want to have right now because no, I want them I to love be different. Back to the future, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, you know, one of the problems too is that really you'd fix a lot of things uh, pretty quickly. This should really be the second movie. It it feels like, like this, a sequel. This it should does. this should be the movie where we already know a bunch of stuff. Or, like you said, you, you can't make this, like, what if you didn't know who Batman was? You can't right. make this movie, right. like, to start with, because nobody knows who these people are, except yeah. everybody who makes science fiction stuff. Uh, They're tropes. Knows, like, I get them. Knows and who they are, because I want them to, yeah. everything you've seen that's science fiction yeah. since 1970 <laughs> is in some way based on something that happened in this series. Right. Like yep. virtually everything. And uh, every, and everyone who made whatever that is yeah. was influenced by this but, series. That's, but you can't just shove that at the public no, and say, you I know agree. who Batman is. I won't, I won't ever accuse <laughs> because this. Because I don't know right? who Batman is. I won't ever, and I didn't ever accuse this film of being derivative of other stuff because... Though I guess it is if this is your first sci-fi film. Like, I, I know where all the other things came from, and this isn't derivative of that. So much of what it's derivative of, if it is, is people ripping off the fifth element, which is his in the first place. Right. You know? So there's no way I would ever say that. It's it's wildly creative. It's just not done very well. Yeah, whatever. So... Uh, anyway, okay, Dunkirk, and we probably don't have tons of time. Uh, Just for the record, because you asked, though, I gave this three and a half, and you gave it nine. That's a difference of five and a half. And, and Beauty that's and the not Beast, the biggest. Beauty, it, it still is, but it's tied, you know, because Beauty and the Beast, I, I uh, gave four and a half, and difference? you gave ten. Uh, okay. So I'll give this three yeah. if you want to stay at nine. Then we can make Valerian the big Un like. Unfortunately. No. It's pretty. Um, it's pretty bad. We don't have a chance to have that big a difference. I think on Dunkirk. Um, I don't know. Unless you give it zero. I don't know. <laughs> this is going to be rough. I think that's the only way we could have like that big a difference. Yeah. Um, but I'm still making you go first again. Nine. Nine. Yeah. 
God. Okay. You're probably seven. I, yeah, I yeah, gave, it, that's I what gave I wrote. it a seven. I had it down. Uh, it, I, I got to tell you, I just don't get it. Yeah. I, 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 I seriously don't get yeah. this movie, and, and I'm fine with everybody being unhappy about that. I, I, I can yeah. see liking the movie, yeah. I guess, but I just don't get it. There's actually no story here for me at all. Uh, you know, you want to complain yeah. about how the story in Valerian yeah. is, you know, doesn't work, doesn't fall. I'm like, there is no story here. Nothing is a story. This is just like yeah. a documentary or something. This is just like we had the cameras on and we filmed this yeah. and it happened. And so there is a story because something happened. And by definition, there's a story. Right. But there's not a story. No, I, nothing is the story of this. There's a guy, and we, you know, bounce around through time to watch him make it home. Right. And lots of people are trapped on this beach, and this is apparently a thing that really happened. But that doesn't make it a movie. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. There's, yeah. uh, you know, there's there's thousands of five hour windows in the war <laughs> that you could equally yeah. put on film and yeah. go. But look, that's right. what happened. There's yeah. some little village in France somewhere, Dunkirk. somewhere else. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> there's this. some there's yeah. some little village in France where some people got killed. Some of them made it out. Yeah, uh, some other people came to the rescue. And boom, it's a movie now. Yeah. I mean, it's like you just, it, it, it's like if you just stuck, if only they had like GoPros <laughs> during yeah. the war, right. you could have just stuck a couple of them on the beach. A few footage captures. And, and went, and, yeah, look, this happened. Yeah. Now it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it out. I mean, I can like appreciate what they're, you know, what Christopher Nolan's like doing with yeah. having everyone do what they're doing and mm -hmm. and uh we're really scared that this guy is going to get killed except are we because for me this is like worse than valerian right yeah uh the thing that you don't like about valerian is that uh you can't be scared of them getting hurt because all right. of a sudden what we see is that they will have some magic thing right to get out of it and i'm not scared for this guy because right. I've ever seen a movie before, and <laughs> right. I know he's there at the end. Right. This for me is like, uh, well, see, you know, the, the good guys win at the end. See, that's not a surprise. Yeah, for <laughs> and, me, I, and that's all this movie has going for it is. Yeah, I do the good guys win wrong. at the end? Uh, uh, are you nervous that the good guys are going to win at the right. end or whatever? I'm like, well the good guys are going to win at the end and the good guys aren't going to win at the end. Right. And I know what happens right. and I know you're not, I know you're not going to put a bullet in this kid's head. I didn't know that. That would be a hell of a movie, but uh, in, I, in I a, mean, I did, I know a, that kid's making it to the end because like I said, I've seen a movie before. There's, there's I would like to have sat down with you before <laughs> we saw even like contemporary famous films like saving private Ryan. And had you put like an honest wager down, like, does Matt Damon get out of the war alive? Mm. Does Tom Hanks take a bullet? Well, you like, know, because I don't think you know I don't think somebody's you can going to die in this movie, and a lot of people you, did. You but know, lots I of people know. are screwed. Yeah. As soon as well, the movie starts, you're like, 
here's the difference. I know an ass load of people are screwed, yeah. but I know that kid's going to make it. I didn't. And so I'm not scared of anything. I, I didn't know that that kid was going to make it. And I think that alone, I know. I know also that he's like a, you know, big badass albatross from the first <laughs> moment he starts walking around. Right. As soon as you get about maybe 15 minutes into the movie, you go, that kid's going to make it. Yeah. And you don't want to be anywhere near him ever again. Right, because he's rest the only the movie one that's going to make because it. Yeah. everybody else is going <laughs> to die. Right? You see that dude? Everyone you else is run, wearing red shirts, right? The other yeah. way when they're when they're running down that beach, and all of a sudden they go, "Hey, where are you going?" And they're like, "There's a boat over there, and yeah. it's uh, and it's grounded, but it yeah. won't be at high tide." I'm and not getting and that they boat. all start going, well, "We're coming with you." You're like, "Oh, y'all, <laughs> you all invited the wrong that's kid awesome. to the party." Now, he, here's the thing. <clears throat> it, and it's unfair to to look at every story going forward and be like, well, you got a magic suit. You know, you're never in any danger until the last 10 minutes of the movie. That's not what I'm saying about Valerian. It, in essence, most character films are going to be like, you know, we're going to get a sequel out of this. So he's going to be in danger, but he's never going to die. I get that. Some of the stuff about Dunkirk is is partially about what it doesn't do. It's... And it's a culmination of all these things. Plus, I love the novelty of it. Like, in some way, it's it's similar to what I liked about Valerian, which was the spectacle. I'm not going to say a bad thing about the spectacle of Valerian. I loved watching all two hours and 20 minutes of it. I just didn't enjoy digesting it. You know, there's for me, there's a difference. Here, though it was a strange... I forget how Christopher Nolan makes movies, and I shouldn't because I really like him. He really doesn't give a shit about you. Like, he just drops you into right, a confusing right. thing and says, figure it out or don't, but I'm moving this way. Right. And you're going to come with me because I got the camera. You know, I get that. I found it interesting, the interlaying scenes about how one is like five days long, one's like three days, one's an hour. Right, you know, those right. things and how they were edited together. In some ways, this is a perfect anti-Valerian film. I hated the editing in Valerian and I loved it in this. I thought it was actually when I was watching it, I'm like... This is the Oscar winner right here so far this year for editing, which is a weird thing to think of, but I do. Well, hooray. I thought it was I thought it was fun and interesting the way he addressed like a war movie. Like most war movies, what what I expected to see about the Battle of Dunkirk, though I admittedly didn't know a ton about it, I thought it was going to be more a taking place even though I know it's about the beachhead. I thought it was going to be more about and that beach area would be like the last third of the film. I thought it was going to be more about everything that happened about a mile or two before that. Right. Until and getting we get there, there. All these right, battles, right. all these fights, all these enemies, all and these swastikas. And like why they're all trapped there now. Right. And, and, all the, and, yeah. and getting to know all the characters when there's a ceasefire because it's night. And at night we listen to music and tell stories about our girlfriends and our parents. And we show each other the letter we want to give. Like these cliches right that you see in every war movie and it didn't have any of them right and one of the reasons i liked the film so much is that it it stopped being a movie about the battle and it was a movie about the retreat and i don't i mean i know it's not the first movie to do it but i like the style of it i love how with very 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 few exceptions i'm thinking maybe three you don't ever see the enemy the enemy is around you right. because there's gunfire, there's explosions. You see a plane. Like, that's the only time I remember seeing an enemy. Right. As long as the enemy isn't us. Like, when you're trapped in a cargo hold and but it's you, flooding, you, now everybody's the enemy. But you, you don't know? see their 
any faces of you don't any see, enemies or this anything. This is a World War II see, film. You don't I didn't even see, see like that. I didn't see a swastika. Right. I didn't see a German anything. Like, I like that part of it because I thought, now what you're doing is you're setting the skill to try to pull off this trick at like an eight or a nine. Now, whether or not you stick the landing is different, but I appreciate the novelty of trying to do a film like this that could have been so stereotypical and easy just in the hands of a good director, you know, it would be maybe fantastic. Okay, so let's not do that. Let's look at it a different way. And I kind of enjoyed that experience. Most of the rating that I have is for a bit of technical stuff. Like I like the interwoven stories, as I said. I'm, I, I didn't know a thing they were saying. Like, I don't know if that was our theater or I just don't have a good British ear. But I'm waiting to see this on video at some point where I can put the captions on because <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, Rylance, I knew a few lines because he doesn't have a, mace, a mask over his friggin' face, you know, right. and there isn't explosions. But even without all of that, like what was interesting to me <clears throat> is Tom Hardy has a few lines early in the film, but really basically everything else he does, he communicates visually. Like he's really just telling you with a furrowed brow or a look of his eye. I knew what that character was doing and feeling, and I didn't need to hear him like take off his mask and be like, all right, let's win this one for the Gipper or the Gooser or whoever. <laughs> he didn't have to say a thing because it reminded me of, do you remember that uh, Robert Redford film when he was on the boat, All is Lost? Yeah, yeah. And it's like an and, hour and, and 40 and minutes never of talks. two lines right, maybe, right. and I mean, it's very little, and all he's trying to do is stay alive on the water reminded me a bit of that where there's not a whole lot of pomp and circumstance to it i love the visuals of the film but i like that it was really just like we're not going to fight we're going to survive like there wasn't a whole lot of fighting there and i found that really interesting and new and the experience of watching it was much more fun yeah that's still not a story yeah, i just i think that's I, a story I, I just i don't i don't i didn't i didn't get it i don't yeah. i don't see what's a story i can in see the movie. why people there's, don't like it i would there's no story yeah i mean there's just well let's get off the beach well the story this, about the this guy, is a thing that happened is not a story you're telling me, me there's no story with mark rylance's character a, a guy who's not enlisted in the army or the navy and decides in his patriotic duty partially he's not going to give up his boat but he's no, going to go serve it there's that's a story that's there, a man. thing that that's a thing that happened it's not a plot if I think if no, he if that's a story, then I don't think you can complain about there being a story in any movie because in any movie something happened. So then something happened, sure. so therefore there's a story. Sure. There's not really like a there's not, I think, a reason that I'm actually watching it. Mm -hmm. And and for me, I, you know, I couldn't. St I started rooting for that kid to die. <laughs> I was like, "Please kill him off," yeah. and then maybe there will be something interesting about this yeah. story. Yeah. Because I think he, for me, he's way worse than Valerian because he's just the magic kid. Right. I mean, he should have died like a hundred times, and everything that happens during the whole thing is him just barely missing dying and everyone Every dying time. around him. Yeah. It and it it's interesting, I guess, in a way that the movie lets you know that's coming when they first bomb that beach. Right. Because the bomb goes off in a giant line coming after him, <laughs> and then the last one is like right next right to next him. Right next to him. Close enough that he can get all this sand all over yeah. him. And then you're like, oh, he's just that's the magic the person, yeah. right? Yeah. And at the end of it, it's like that guy 
like 20 years later writes this story and, oh, yeah. and there, no one will no publish way. it yeah. that, that <laughs> because they go, that right. didn't happen right. to you. Right. And he's like, oh yeah. And I did this. And then the boat just missed me. And then yeah. everyone got shot around me. And it was like, I was the bulletproof thing or, yeah. you know, I'm Magneto mm-hmm. and I can just repel them and make right. them hit everyone right. else. And I was like, so bored with that. Every time he got every next time, I mean, I guess it's for you, uh, like Valerian, Every next time he was in danger, I was like, well, whatever. There was one thing. And he's like, he's in the boat and uh, he finally, like, they sort of get rescued ish and they're on like another boat. Yeah. And then they close the door and the one guy stays outside and then they torpedo it and the water starts coming in. And I'm like, and? Right. I mean, he's magical. Right. You know, he's going to get out. That's the one scene. That's the majorly one scene of the film that I didn't like, and unfortunately, they put a lot of attention on that because and they he's put it so in far the wrong down. Place, they do. Right? I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. That's a that's a problem scene for me too. One of the reasons why I don't just give it a ten. You know, it it doesn't make any sense that it would make more sense to me if Nolan had had him fight or struggle. There's a very, st- I'm on your side about this 100%. There's a very weird moment where he's just got a mouthful of jam toast. Right. And he's just looking around, kind of waiting for the door to open. And I'm like, the hell you say. Right. You right. are, this is when your friends or your and enemies, the, you're the punching everyone, sucked, you're scrambling to the, the top. The thing that sucked about that scene too is that I they agree. specifically made him move over to the door. I know. They they specifically walk you through that point where he says like his friend is someone asks him where his friend is yeah. and one of the few times he talks right. he says he's making sure he knows a way out or right. is close to a sure. way out or something like that and then he walks over to the door yep. so that he's like I am I'm right here. by the door if a torpedo and comes I can you yeah. guys can be over there I agree and when the torpedo comes yeah. he isn't just like right at the door as soon as there's like a mildly loud noise he would be opening that door right it, yeah. like someone somebody, drops a plate yeah, somebody you know? falls over behind yeah. him he's like at the door yeah in I fact agree, if they'd have done that a couple of times right. I'd have liked it better right, <laughs> right. if there'd have been like just yep. like a noise and he'd have Started there's, for it. There's also a funny thing that I think when we see certain movies, I think there's a handicap. And, I, and I'm not even joking. I think we did this with Interstellar. I think we did it with Dark Knight films. I think when Christopher Nolan makes a movie, we basically start at a plus two difference. I, I, I think there's just like, I like most of, not all of his stuff. And even the things I like, like... I can't disagree with a single word you said about that scene. I actually didn't like that scene very much. Once it once it put itself into a position where that has to happen, I'm like, that it was really good. What'd right. you do that for? This doesn't show any thoughtfulness. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder if there's just not like a starting spot with Nolan films that I seem to like a little better just because I like Nolan. But I, I mean, I, know I like you don't. I like I know Nolan. You don't like I like Nolan, Nolan better. Every time I, yeah. there's a Nolan, you can't. There can't be a difference because I start at ten. Yeah, but I think I you like hold Christopher him. Nolan. Well, then I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> <laughs> well, the movie's not good. It's the same problem that I had yeah. with Interstellar. The movie's not good. Yeah, and I, you know, I he's got more movies that I would give a ten. Yeah. Than probably any other director there is. Any so contemporary I'm not, one, yeah. I'm not holding him no, back because I don't like him. I like all his early stuff. I love Memento. I love like the Prestige. I thought sure. is awesome. Yep. 
But there's a lot of things in this movie. And first of all, the movie probably starts off like a couple of points behind maybe just because war movies aren't my thing. Me I don't, either. I don't love war movies. I was and so that's So that's not going to work for me yeah. any more than a Western. You know, somebody who hates comic book movies yeah. is going to have you know more difficulty with a lot of movies that come out now right. because they're like, yeah. I don't get why you love superheroes or whatever. So yeah. they're starting backwards. I just don't love war movies, but there are a lot of other things in the movie too, where, you know, I'm not invested the way, uh, I guess a lot of people are going into early things. So when they do run over to that Dutch boat and all jump in it, and then after they get in the boat, right after they've already gone all the way over there, or they're about to get in the boat and the whole thing, they're like, well, actually we're in like enemy territory now. Right. I'm like, then you didn't go there. Right. I mean, I don't care. It's not what, a risk. I, I don't care what beach yeah. you're waiting I'll stay, on. Yeah. You're not going, you 10 guys, because you saw a boat in the distance and right. then said, well, the enemy could be right over that hill. Right. When you could be surrounded by 300,000 other people. And your odds are a lot There's better. There's no way you're doing right. that. I don't right. care how bad it is to wait for the boats and yeah. you don't like it. Yeah. I just didn't buy that at all. Yeah. And then they start shooting at the boat. Right. And like nobody does that whole that part. As soon as somebody shot the boat, it all went on too long for yeah. me. Like at least double, yeah, probably, I can see that. because then it just went and went and went. And if you want to have this moment where we have this giant argument, you could do that anyway, and not have to have Gunfire. tons of people are shooting yeah. at us like right yeah. now, and we're trapped in a can. Yeah, and right, and, and we're not leaving. we're not going to get right, out. Right. We all have guns. Right. How many people could really be there? Yeah. The water's coming in. It's just, it's all, it's like we have to do everything right now. Yeah. Instead of going, we want to have this uh, argument that they have with each other. And, and here's the catalyst, right? Right. It's like, well, what if there are 10 catalysts? What if, <laughs> <laughs> what if everything happens right now? Right. I mean, it's, it, was, it just it's was, it was too much. And, I didn't love the way that I liked all the stuff that happened with anyone in a plane. Pretty much, if there's anyone, the plane in, stuff if, was great. If there's anyone in a plane in any way related yeah. to what's happening, yeah. I liked it. It was a lot. really great. I mean, it's I didn't give it a two. No, I, I know. I still I, gave it a seven. I, right? I'm not giving you crap. Um, but like when the when the guy goes down, and then we link that back up to Mark Rylance in the boat yeah. and getting him out, and yeah. that was cool. I like that. I thought you know? it. I thought it was a little bit overboard that that plane had to crash and ignite right the there. oil. Oh, oh, I see what you, you know, mean. Like yeah, towards the end. Yeah, I get it. I was like, eee. you I did mean, one more too many. We things. could we could maybe have that oil ignite yeah. if you want to, but maybe something else could have done Do it. it. Like. Right. Uh, who knows? There's shit going on in that boat that's going down. Sure. It could just ignite. I sure. don't you know, whatever. <laughs> but the yeah. but the um I mean the engine is going in yeah. there. And Anything. It's going you know, something Doesn't, could you happen. Need fire it, to, you, you don't you need, don't need to fire have, to heat it up. You need heat. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to have yeah. the plane crashes like right there. Yeah. But um I liked I liked all of the pilots even. Yeah. Um even the fact that uh you know the hardy pilot is the really the good guy. Yeah. And the other one's kind of almost like a dandy kind yeah. of like he's rich and got into the air force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. I mean, he just seems like a little weirder yeah. guy, but, but I liked him and yeah. he was good and that was fine. And yeah. then they come and 
you know, bust open his thing and right. whatever. I didn't like the fact either that um, everybody keeps opening and closing the oh. roof of their cockpit, yeah, right? Yeah. Like they both had to do it. Yeah. Uh, I was like, isn't what that the? checking? I thought that was like something I didn't realize, but I, I wonder not like a tick or anything, but I wonder if that's just like, I'm trying to think of an example, but there isn't one. I, I wonder if it's just the thing that pilots did to make sure they could get out because there was no ejection. Like you just got out. Well, and I no, wondered because they, like, they were both going to eject, but yeah. you have to open the thing right, to open it, your parachute. Right, but I wonder if that like, I wonder if pilots in that age actually did check their canopy often because it was unreliable or it was like a super, I, I actually no, kind of, I, I looked thought, at it and I thought, I thought that's that was, weird. I thought, I thought that was just goofy, especially when oh. the guy goes down and then it won't open. Because right. he, because he opens it, yeah, and then he wouldn't have closed it again. There's no reason for him to close it again. He knows he's uh-huh. going down. And then Tom Hardy opens it because he's like, "I'm going to bail out." And then he sits there for a little while and goes, "Yeah, screw it. I'm going to land it. I'm not going to yeah. bail out." So yeah. he closes it again. And yeah. I'm like, "Does everyone have to do that in the movie?" <laughs> there, yes. there are people other places who are just looking at planes going, let's open and close that thing a couple of times. Because I can't wait for us to drive. To when we drive somewhere next, I'm just going to keep opening my door. Yeah. Be like, yeah. Anyway, um, but I, I liked all of the stuff that had to do with everyone in planes. I think that maybe we could have had Hardy, um, you know, maybe bring down a couple of less planes. He didn't have to like he was the red Baron. He win was, the war. He was really doing a lot, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he didn't. I, I thought, do we need him to shoot down that many people? We get the idea like that he's shooting you know? people yeah. down. Yeah. And we get the idea of him going back for that one, one because last, it's going to yeah. destroy the boats. Yep. He conveniently does not do it in time. Right. Which is a little weird. Suspect, but still. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, he's shooting everybody down, and then yeah. he, you know, then he's out of fuel and he goes back and you know obviously at that point you can't turn anymore right so you have to right land Land. in enemy territory (laughs) yeah not at all true or realistic or interesting yeah but (laughs) but there it is yeah but i liked him and i liked when uh, they all crashed and i liked all the boats and i liked a lot of it yeah um it's just that you know it kind of the same as Valerian. A lot of it went on too long. A lot of it was. Um, Isn't that weird? How much you know, it when felt longer than it? Yeah, when I mean, they're when they're carrying the stretcher, I'm yeah. like, just get there. <laughs> like I've seen you carrying this stretcher <laughs> long enough, yeah. right? I get it's a long pier. I get right. it, but right. how long do I have to watch you do it? <laughs> and you know, a lot of the stuff yeah. like that was. You know, come on. I right. mean, I get it. And we're flying in the plane and we're chasing the other planes. And I'm like, yeah, I get that too. We're flying the plane. Yeah. I don't know. It had a lot of the same thing with yeah. Valerian. You know, I'm like, I've seen you chasing that guy long enough. Do right. something else. Yeah. And, the, you know, this again, had a lot of that yeah. to me. But at the end of the day, I just didn't get what was supposedly yeah. so magic about it because, you know, like you with Valerian, yeah. I'm like, I don't get the story you're telling. Right. I'm not sure it's there at all. Yeah. And I'm not scared for this kid. Yeah. It's weird way. how you can see, and we saw them back to back. You know, we right. saw Dunkirk last night and Valeria the night before. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting how, you know, we're similar on an awful lot of stuff. We can sit right next to each other and watch something and not talk about it. Cause right. we're funny like that. And then come in and I'm like, four and you're like 10 right what did you say and and, and you, know, you know i can really appreciate dunkirk 
a lot, especially yeah. for everything that gets on film and the way that it gets on film. And it's like, you know, points for difficulty because a lot sure. of the stuff it's that tricky. we see is especially, hard to do, especially when it's not just all CGI did. I was just going to say, <laughs> this right? is practical effects. Like right, this right. is stuff that's really happening as much as it can. Um, and that also was really difficult. And, and, tricky. and a lot of it is cool and, yeah. you know, I appreciate it, but not, you know, there was just no magic in it. Yeah. For That's me, too bad. as far as this, I uh, like. Again, I'll never like, watch it again. I don't know that I'll ever. You know what? I could imagine watching it for. I, I'm not even shitting you. I could imagine screener or an actual Blu-ray of it. I want to see what they said. I could imagine fast forwarding to the dialogue. Well, right, scenes just get to uh, all the dialogue. You know, I could actually like imagine doing that. Yeah. I might, I might rewatch, you know, a scene, but I don't know that I have to sit down and watch it again. But if you do you like know, war movies. And you're interested in the I idea. I don't know. But I like would definitely said, recommend it to everybody. I would everybody recommend it anyway. See it. I would recommend it anyway. But again, it's not your average. I Even mean, if I'm pretty sure you're not going to like it any more than I did, I would say you still probably have still to good. watch this it. This is one of these right. things we do. It sounded like, you know, if anyone turned in or they missed it, you know, you gave it a seven, right. which is it not sounds bad. Like I it hate sounded it, like but you that's were what three. we always do. That's yeah. what we do. But yeah, there was, there was certainly a, a feeling there to it that I got that you didn't. And I think that was probably the same as Valerian. You know, yeah. I didn't get it, and and you did, and and I think that caused a, you know, a big level of enjoyment. Yeah, I don't know. I loved Valerian. I watched that. Like, I'll, you're gonna watch I'll, that again. I'll watch that over oh, and man. over again. You can have it, and uh, all the special features. I'll watch Back to the Future. <laughs> you could watch Back to the Future. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't do know next? what's next. Actually, no, I don't know what's next week. I feel but like I know that in the next three weeks. There are like eight movies I want to see. So yeah. uh, it will probably be. Oh, lots, God. Is it Atomic Blonde? Lots of stuff. Oh, I think yeah. It is. I think it is. Holy yeah, crap. It's, it's like one of the Blonde. films I've been thinking about all summer. And I guess that's it. Right. Um, now, after these two movies back to back, you have to be kind of scared man, of Atomic I'm Blonde. Because I still think. Now you have to be worried. I am worried. See? I'm worried. Uh, There's that. And then, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just curious. You know, I guess it's The Dark Tower after that oh, in yeah, Detroit. Yeah. I'm surprised um, the Dark Tower's already coming out. I feel like people are not you, talking about that we didn't as much talk, as they should be. I, I agree. We This was a weird one. We didn't bring this up. This doesn't feel like a July film. Dunkirk? Valerian did. No, Dunkirk Valerian feels like an October like November. November. But yeah, like, you would think that Dunkirk how weird would come is that? out you know, somewhere where it's it wants be closer to be fresher to, in people's mind for awards, right? It's, yeah, that's what... I mean, yeah. I, I just... I don't know. I guess it anyway. doesn't matter if everyone gives you a 10, then... You someone, do whatever you want. Someone will vote for it. Some right? of you give you a seven, but. All right. We got to get out of here. So yep. next week will definitely be Atomic Blonde. Man, Thanks be good. for tuning in and <laughs> wasting your hour yeah, with yeah. us. Always. Please uh, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and otherwise yeah. trick your friends into listening to us. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by AreYouScreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to AreYouScreening.Podbean.com or AreYouScreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>